Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. However, just before we get into it today, in today's show, I, I did actually forget to mention that we, we had the third birthday of the Property Voice podcast midway through the, uh, the last series on PropTech. So that's three years and approaching 150 episodes of the podcast. So isn't that something? <laughs> anyway, without any further fanfare, let's uh, let's hear about some of the deals and projects that have been uh, underway in across three countries, plus, plus the odd bit of gazumping and changing tack for good measure, as I share the diary of a property investor since January. So just to recap, some of the things that I've been involved in over the past six months or so. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Well, my last diary update, uh, the diary of a property investor, was back in January, where I talked about the shopping expedition over the Christmas and New Year period. So you just have to look up that episode if you want to know what that's all about. But in that episode, I did refer to three new acquisitions which have progressed as follows since that date. There was a penthouse apartment in Rio, and the project is well underway now. We're, We're taking it back to brick adding an extra bedroom and putting in, uh, well, putting it all back together again, rather lovingly, I have to say. And we completed on the purchase in around about February and we'll finish the works program around about September. Uh, This is quite a lengthy one. But once finished, we'll complete this as a holiday rental property. And there's an intro video floating around on this somewhere, which I shall provide a link to in the show notes if you'd like to see it. The next one I talked about back in uh, the turn of the year was a flip project in South Yorkshire. And this also completed in February. Uh, The works are underway with an estimated handover date in around eight weeks or so. I've brought in a a couple of earn and learn partners uh, into this project. And so far, the learning is around finding and negotiating the deal, appointing a reliable project manager, uh, reliable being the keyword, uh, scoping out the works, dealing with asbestos and its safe removal, and finding ways to add value to a property within a limited budget and also within the context of a limited local ceiling prices as an end value. In this case, it will have a new open plan lounge, kitchen and diner that opens out onto uh, a newly decked area with an updated and fenced off uh, secure garden, which is going to appeal nicely to families, I think. So it's worked out quite well. Then there was a flip project in Kent. Um, I've mentioned it in January and, and this is also completed at the beginning of February. There's a bit of a coincidence there, isn't there? Uh, But we had to change direction. I originally was planning to do this one as a flip project, but I flipped uh, flipped direction to make it a BRR, buy, refurbish and refinance project, due in the most part to a mix-up with what was to happen with the then sitting tenant. 
Well, of course, this was mixed up with my soft heart as well. But if you want to read about that story, um, you can do so in the YPN column that I wrote in April's edition. Or you can just drop me an email asking to receive the password to our subscription-free access to all of my personal YPN articles, in fact. Uh, if you don't happen to subscribe to YPN magazine, that's your property network magazine. But essential, essentially, rather, the moral of the story is that everything agreed on a sale should be put in writing and channeled through your solicitor, pretty much. Needless to say, the work has been completed now and we're awaiting refinancing. I had an option to refinance uh, after around four months on this one, but the better options became available after six months of ownership. So uh, next month, which would just be a sort of a month or two delay, we will start the refinancing process in earnest and hopefully get a nice little refinancing um, mortgage at, at the end of that. But in addition to those three, there's been some other projects that I've been involved in. First of all, there's a bungalow flip in Cambridgeshire. And since the last date, uh, last update, I yeah, agreed to per purchase this bungalow in Cambridgeshire, which I plan to refurbish, remodel, extend, and then resell. And this is going to be another earn and learn project with a couple of over-the-shoulder property investment students observing how I go about things on my projects, which I don't claim to be perfect, but at least you can learn from my mistakes or learn some of the practices that I tend to adopt. But one very unusual fact about this particular project is that the vendor was sent to prison after I agreed to purchase the property. Nothing to do with me, I hasten to add. But besides access and authority issues, uh, whilst he's uh, at Her Majesty's pleasure, there's also some proceeds of crime and anti-money laundering minefields to cross before we can actually complete on this one. All very interesting, isn't it? But once we actually do get to complete, it should take around nine months to get through the project and out the other end with some cash in the back pocket. And hopefully without avoiding any complications with uh, the, the, uh, the police force and the, the courts and that kind of thing along the way. In addition to that project, there's um, something of a much larger project, actually. It's a commercial to residential conversion project in the Midlands. And I've managed to uh, buy myself a commercial building in the Midlands area with uh, existing planning permission to convert it into nine flats and an office. And I'm also looking to title split part of the, the land off here, uh, on which I plan to create an additional plot capable of housing two more terraced houses. And that should actually uh, improve the site no end. I might open this one up to another earn and learn opportunity as well to a, to a small number of people. Um, it's still in the early days, but um, drop me a line if you want to hear more on this uh, commercial to residential conversion project. Uh, and there's some videos of the building and, and my plans for it floating around again, which again I shall include links to in the show notes for you to have a look at if you'd like to. Then uh, sticking with the Midlands, I have another HMO conversion uh, project, but this time I've, I've secured an option agreement on it. And the reason I've secured an option agreement on it is that I'm going to go for planning approval uh, to change the use. And I've managed to secure the option instead of buying it because uh, that's a much better way to protect my interests, if, if you like, and keep my costs down and minimize my risk. Uh, so I can now go ahead and try to get the planning permission, uh, having the security of knowing I can complete on the, on the purchase if I do and just walk away if I don't. 
So my only real risk is the cost of the planning permission and the time to do it, rather than having to buy the property, only to then fail to get to get planning approval on it later and perhaps be stuck with something of a of a dead a dead lemon. Dead lemon? But you know what I mean. In addition to some UK projects then, and obviously the uh, the one in Rio in Brazil I mentioned earlier, I've done a couple more projects in the US as well, the USA. I'm working on a, a couple of projects over there. One was a multi-family home in Chicago, which I completed on, and I'm also close to completion on a single-family home in the Florida area, which has been um, almost fully rebuilt in all honesty. Equally, I've supported my business partner, Damien, in the acquisition of a high-yielding, affordable home in Ohio, which comes with simple vendor financing. To make that essential, uh, essentially rather cash flow neutral for the next five years before being completely debt-free thereafter. And if you want to know about what I'm doing in the USA or what Damien and I are doing in the SHS, USA rather, just drop me a line and I'll share some more. But equally, I did get rudely gazumped by Platform Home Loans, who happened to be a member of the cooperative banking group. You know, the ethical bank. <laughs> On what was supposed to be another flip project. And I was a hair's breadth away from completing. In fact, I was ready to complete. Just say, can we just complete on this, please? And unfortunately, I got gazumped literally at the 11th hour and a little bit before midnight. Um, I did pick up some abortive costs and wasted time and a little bit of frustration besides on that one. But you can't win them all, can you? I also have a, a number of offers pending on other projects and, and I'm always looking for more as the pipeline needs to be constantly topped up uh, if at all possible. As it happens, I'm finding many of my own recent projects through the property deals tip service that, that I, I launched, which is a habit of turning out decent projects for our subscribers as well. And there's a link to it again in the show notes in case you want to give it a test drive. There's a money-back guarantee in case it doesn't suit you after the first month, so don't worry about any, any particular risk there and you have my word, you'll get your money back if it isn't for you. However, besides acting as a property shopping mouth for me personally, um, several subscribers have also gone and bought properties that appeal to them and their particular investment strategies, be that buy-to-let, flips or BRR projects as well. So probably worth having a little look yourself and see what's that, what it's all about. But let me let me tell you that these projects are all on market. They're, they have desktop research through several pairs of eyes, obviously including my own, and the, the uh, subscription price is very, very affordable, especially when you put it in, in the context of your own time or paying a deal source or a buying agent to do it for you. So have a look. Well, besides some new projects, I'm also been undertaking some updates on some of my existing properties as well. We, we have to do this constantly, don't we? Um, we have to spend money and uh, keep things in ship shape. So I'm currently refurbing one of my current buy-to-lets, and I'm also undertaking a garage conversion on another one. And the latter will be a short-term uh, let or service accommodation unit, which is also very interesting. Although a very different business model to buy-to-let, I hasten to add. In addition to projects, I really like working with nice people. And as if it isn't enough, some of the projects that I've got on the go at the moment and some of the updates to my existing portfolio, I've also helped a few select clients with various consultancy services, including one-offs like deal critiques, 
portfolio and strategy reviews on the one side and you can see some um, reviews in various places be it on my website or be it on my LinkedIn profile of what people have had to say about that alternatively to some more engaging or involved shadow mentoring earn and learn or joint venture partnerships at the other end of the spectrum I do like to work with just a handful of genuinely nice people so I really enjoy seeing people get results this way if I could say that properly, I really do enjoy seeing people get results this way, is what I meant to say. But in addition, I've uh, I've had some really enjoyable and some fun times, some, some good business conversations, as well as some fun socials with a couple of my individual investment backers. They even treated me to a spot of lunch or a dinner, uh, a barbecue dinner, in fact, famously cooked for me, which was all rather civilized of them as well. Oh, and did I mention, besides the column on YPN and answering a few dozen or so forum posters, I'm also writing the PropTech book to complement the last Property uh, Property Voice podcast series on PropTech. So drop me an email with the uh, subject line PropTech book early bird offer if you want to be one of the first to hear about uh, that and a special offer upon its release, which hopefully won't be too distant now. Maybe some closing thoughts. Uh, it all sounds quite a lot, doesn't it, what I've been up to when you put it like that. Um, I might have missed out some bits and pieces as well. In all honesty, I just sort of jotted this down. I was on a flight and jotted down the notes as to what I was going to share with you this week. Um, I know I can recall actually some especially mundane elements that I missed out, such as some tenant changeovers, um, some issues with the odd letting agent, and even renewing my block insurance policy, as well as remortgaging a couple of properties along the way. So there's some more routine things like that that I haven't really shared with you, but it goes with the with the course, I think, uh, goes with the territory. So in other words, there's never a dull moment in the diary of this particular property investor, I can tell you, and I'm sure you can resonate with much of what I've been saying. But I was asked recently, why do I do the podcast and write to support property investors? Which is a fair enough question, really. And my answer was that honestly, there is a give and there's also a get, as there, always, there often is in life. The give is, is that I want people in our property community to have access to good quality, in-depth and free or at least affordable property education, which was either lacking, uh, dispersed or scattered around the place or simply expensive when I started out. And I'm always delighted to receive notes of thanks from people that have had a personal response to a forum posting or have had value ins valuable insights and uh, information shared on this podcast or have read some of my warts and all ramblings of the realities of being a property investor and developer in the various places that I share them. And it really does help me to, to keep me motivated and carry on giving when I receive those simple thank yous. So keep them coming, won't you? And of course, there's the get, the other side of the equation. And the get is that I get to hear from and meet some genuinely nice people. Some are just starting out, whilst others are further down the track and just maybe want to network with another investor and developer like me. And, and some of the people that I connect to, I might actually go on to work with or, or partner or collaborate with in some way. And without this podcast and all things The Property Voice, I'm not sure that I would have met them all. So I kind of just wanted to put it out there, the notion of the give and the get. And I'm a firm believer in balance. 
And if all if it's all give, then we risk simply burning ourselves out before we realize it. And I've perhaps been in that place a little bit at times. But equally, if uh, if all we do is is uh, is get or want to get, we'll be seen as selfish and greedy, and this will turn people off as well. Perhaps I've been there too. Maybe you can answer that. But it's another example of the yin and the yang operating in perfect harmony, I suppose. And the reason for mentioning this is that I found this particular principle to be one of life's truisms, if you like, that there's always a give and there's a get to counterbalance each other out. And if not, something else has to give instead, that's for sure. Okay, so that's enough for this week. I'll probably have a, a summer recess around the middle of August now, as I'm planning on taking the family on a safari holiday. And I don't think the internet coverage is that great in the middle of the Serengeti. <laughs> Um, we've got a couple of more weeks before that, though. So if you've got any specific topic ideas uh, that you'd like me to share and uh, or discuss, uh, then just drop me a line as well. Uh, I do fancy a bit of an easy ride though, over the next couple of weeks because the uh, the last series on the podcast was was quite hectic. So nothing too deep or heavy, if you don't mind. But uh, drop me a line if you've got any anything that you'd like me to have a look at and share with you. But in the meantime, that's all for this week. And as usual, you can email me podcast at thepropertyvoice.net if you want to talk about anything from today's show or more generally in property investing. Also, the show notes will be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. But for now, all I want to say is thank you very much for listening once again this week. Until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.